Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally-owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in, podcast listeners. It was the shoe toss heard round the world. We'll break down Florida LSU and what it means for the college football playoff picture. The Bills get a huge win over the Steelers. What else did we learn from the NFL? We'll talk with Todd Furman. We'll talk with Sean Merriman and Fox's lead college football analyst, Joel Klatt, will swing by. It's a loaded show. Encourage you to go give us five stars. Appreciate all of you spending your Monday morning with us. The podcast begins now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We began with... The Buffalo Bills sending a message to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I told you guys that this is what I expected to see. This was one of my OutKick six-pack. By the way, the OutKick six-pack went four and two, even though we got totally robbed on the under because Jalen Hurts fumbled late for the Eagles and allowed the Saints to come down and score. I'm still not over that loss. It cost me the Fox Bet Live uh, crown. We went four and two, though. And I have been telling you for a while that I was not a believer in the Pittsburgh Steelers because they can't run the football. They've had a lot of defensive injuries. And ultimately, I thought that was going to catch up with them. And guess what? It started to catch up with them a little bit. And the Bills, I thought, went out, particularly in the second half, although the pick six at the end of the first half was obviously a monumentally big play. 
But Buffalo went out and dominated that second half against Pittsburgh. And now I think you have to ask the question, now that the Steelers have fallen down to the second spot, don't seem to be particularly healthy, and the way that things are going, okay, the Steelers should be able to beat the Bengals, but I expect for the Colts to beat the Steelers, and honestly, I wouldn't be stunned if the Browns beat the Steelers. So I think if you look ahead right now, You're talking potentially, not that it's going to matter in the grand scheme of things because I don't think home field advantage matters other than whether or not you get the the buy, but I think there's a decent chance if you look at their schedules that the Bills are going to end up as the two seed in the AFC and that the Steelers will fall down to the three seed. And if the Steelers fall down to the three seed, well, does that matter in the grand scheme of things? You can maybe say no. You can maybe say it doesn't matter that much, but you would at least be in a position where you're not only you're only going to have one home playoff game, and that could matter. And I think, frankly, that if the Steelers end up in the playoffs, it wouldn't shock me if they're one and done. It really wouldn't. And I also think if you're Buffalo, you want to be in that two-three matchup with the Steelers because it allows you to avoid having to play against the Chiefs until the absolute last moment, which is what you're hoping for. Now, look, the Chiefs continue to kind of play at the level of competition, but they have to be, if you've been watching football at all, I mean, the Chiefs are a prohibitive favorite such that I think you can sit around and legitimately ask, hey, do you like the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl or Alabama to win the college football playoff? And we could get into a legitimate debate about that, which is crazy in the world of the NFL. But the Steelers, to me, are falling off of the uh, the wagon in a hurry here in terms of being one of the best teams in the NFL. I thought the Bills completely dominated them. And I still have questions about the Bills' defense, but I think the Bills' defense played really, really well, particularly in the second half against the Steelers, such that the Steelers are going to have to hold on. Maybe barely they'll be there in my top five in the NFL when you start to look at the overall uh, landscape. Now, other big storyline here to me was the Saints finally lost a game without Drew Brees. They'd been 8-0, and finally Taysom Hill and the Saints lost. And as a result, guess who your number one team is right now in the NFC? The Green Bay Packers. That bye week matters a lot when you have got a veteran quarterback. And I think that Aaron Rodgers wants it. And I also think home field advantage matters a lot when you're talking about Lambeau, even if there are no fans present. We will talk about all these games and more coming up next with Todd Furman. But first, fantasy football update. What happened with all the money at stake for the OutKick crew? A lot of you were tweeting over the weekend we had a major, major fantasy football scenario playing out. And for those of you who did not hear last week, I gave everybody on the show the option. Would you rather get your regular Christmas bonus from me or would you rather roll the dice in the high-end fantasy football league that I'm in and see whether or not you could win potentially $30,000, which is what the champion of the league gets. But you might get nothing because we have to win the inaugural game 
in order to get into the money round. There are six people in the playoffs. This was the play-in round. And if we won this round, then the guys would be in the running for five, ten, fifteen, or thirty thousand dollars. That's first place gets thirty, second place gets fifteen, third place gets ten, last place, fourth place gets five grand. And so we bring in the crew now. Everyone was obsessively following the fantasy football league. It came down to Sunday night football. Stefan Diggs went off, and Danny G, all of you are now into the money round in my fantasy football league. Uh, it was a huge comeback. We were down by quite a bit. We added the uh, the Washington football team. You guys know I'm usually not fantasy football guy, but when there's this much money at stake, uh, how nervous were you watching the uh, watching the games on Sunday, Danny G? I'll start with you. It is the most anxiety that I have felt in a while, and I do not know how you and Dub on a weekly basis gamble your own weekly paycheck money on sports wagering because I can't do it. It totally drives me insane watching the games and all the different storylines where you need everything to line up like a perfect storm for you to be able to be in the money. So, yeah. First, there was the um, the stress and the pressure of us all setting the lineup. Which we spent that, a lot of time on. We had to make a decision about running backs in particular. Uh, yeah. And then uh, that was tough in and of itself. And then uh, ultimately, we were down by a lot. I thought we were. I thought we were finished. And then we got a little bit lucky because they pulled Russell Wilson, although he still had an incredible fantasy day. But after his fourth touchdown pass... And it came down to Stephon Diggs. And anybody who was watching last night, that game started scoring-wise super, super slow. And then Diggs basically took over on the first drive of the uh, of the third quarter and put us in the money so we didn't have to worry about it for very long. But now, now the stakes are ratcheted up. You're either going to win 5, 10, 15, or 30K. Bang. And trust me, all of us, we had different group chats going. We brought in the big guns when we were setting up the lineup. I mean, I was talking to Mike Harmon, who does our fantasy show on Fox Sports Radio Network. I got a hold of Dr. Chow on Sunday morning, and all of us were looking at his input on the different injuries between DeAndre Swift and Josh Jacobs coming back. We not only took this serious, but it was a pretty fun few days of having a group chat with the entire outkick show involved uh all right let's bring in eddie uh who is the resident Steeler fan on the show eddie were you conflicted at all uh by the fact that stefan diggs you had a lot of money potentially riding on him but also you are a Steeler fan uh yes i was absolutely conflicted uh you know i was hoping that diggs could get his points while not contributing too much to the uh, Bills' victory, but he came out in the second half and just was on fire, and uh, there was much, much, much rejoicing uh, between us on Twitter. But this was fun. I have not done fantasy football in over ten years. I was hardcore into it at one time, kind of I guess in the heyday of it, so to speak. But at one time, I did everything: football, hockey, baseball. I was in everything, and it got to a point where it was taking so much of my life, and, yeah. and I just decided I just decided to quit cold turkey. So this it was going to take something special to bring me back into it, and uh, this was definitely it. Um, so 
kudos to you for uh, including us in this. And it was really fun to have the uh, all the techs going on with everybody and you know you're giving us a chance to give our input into the lineup. And then once the game started, we're all texting each other about you know this guy just scored and oh no you know oh they're in the red zone or whatever. So it, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was it was stressful, but uh, very enjoyable and glad to be glad to get that win and uh, getting the money. Dub, the place that I was the most nervous, I'm going to be honest with you, was uh, because the Washington football team was having such a dominant defensive performance. They got two defensive touchdowns, but late they started to give up a bunch of yards and like we needed obviously almost everything that they could bring to bear in the game. And that's where I was like, "Uh oh, we're going to end up losing it by a point or two because, you know, some late yards or something like that. Yeah, that last play of that 49ers-Washington game, I was worried about the classic pitchy-pitchy-woo-woo play Yes, from the 49ers, and it was a decent play, but there was one side of the coin where it was like, okay, they might get some garbage uh, yards. This could be bad for us, potentially. But then on the other side, like we could be in play for another scoop and score here if uh, yeah. one, one pitch goes awry. But yeah, shout-out to the Washington football team defense and shout out for Stefan Diggs for bringing it home last night on Sunday Night Football. So you guys now are in the money. So for people out there, like fourth place gets five grand, third place gets ten, second place gets fifteen, and first place gets thirty. I mean, that's pretty exciting, right? I mean, in the grand scheme of things, to know that that you're in the money. A worst case scenario. This is the stressful round, I think. Yeah, one hundred percent, and. It was a crazy roller coaster ride. At one point in the group chat between all of us on the show, you wrote, uh, Russell Wilson just scored another touchdown. I think that's a wrap, you guys. Yeah, I did. And when you wrote that, my favorite team, the Raiders, were also about to gag that game away there in Las Vegas. Talk about a double whammy. I got hit in the head by two Mike Tyson punches. Then, what was it, like a half-hour swing where – once the fourth quarters were wrapping up, then you suddenly texted us like, hey, wait a second, because of Washington's defense, we're on a major comeback right now. And we got to shout out Eddie Garcia because he suggested a couple of days ago to switch that defense out and put the Washington team in there, which definitely was vital in getting that W. Uh, all right, we'll bring in Todd Furman, who is one of the final four in our fantasy football league that we have to defeat. We'll see what he thinks about all this. This is Outkick. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Tons to get into on the Monday edition of Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They fight, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, gonna, not the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, just I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? The whole time. 
And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Hymns Sex Chews and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hymns has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex choose are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. We are joined now by Todd Furman at Todd Furman on Twitter. He's on Fox Bet Live. Furman, I, I should have asked you guys, uh, you to give these guys a uh, an analysis of the overall uh, odds of them hopping into our high-end fantasy football league. So for people out there who don't know, I think we've talked about this a little bit. You, me, Cousin Sal, that's the only people that I'll put out there uh, that are actually in this league. But there are 12 of us. There's an expensive buy-in, and there is a $30,000 champion uh, payout. 
You were in the championship last year. You lost, though, right, as a big favorite? I did. I lost in the championship last year. Actually hedged out what the guy I was playing against, so made more money ultimately than the team that won the league. And let it be known in this league, Clay, since you were a late entrant, in the history of this league, I have the overall best record, but I am still chasing down that first elusive championship. So I told these guys and people out there who are listening, heard this was on Thursday, I think. I gave them the option. Every year, despite the fact that I have a reputation as being an awful human being, uh, I give everybody on the show a Christmas bonus. Not like it's a revolutionary amount of money or it changes anybody's life, I don't think, but hopefully it just helps a little bit during the Christmas season, all right? So this year, because I knew I was into the playoffs, I told these guys, hey, you have an option. You can get your normal Christmas bonus or you can roll the dice and see how the fantasy football league goes. I'll give you whatever I win. And so there are six of us who made the playoffs out of the 12 people. I was one of those six. And I always think the toughest spot to be in is in that you're in the playoffs, but you're not yet in the money, right? Because if you lose in the play-in round there, then you don't guarantee yourself any money at all. And I think that's tougher than not making the playoffs at all. So we were down all day yesterday. I mean, we were never in the lead at all. And we got into uh, the, uh, the the other team posted their full score, and we had Stephon Diggs. And we made a miraculous comeback because we had the Washington football team's defense, and they had two defensive touchdowns. And the guys end up winning. Would you have advised them? Now you know the outcome, but the risk-reward here, you're in the Final Four or close to it, I think. I think there's a Monday Night Football uh, player still left for you, uh, although you're in good shape. And in theory, we're in the final four as well. So one of the two of us could win the big, uh, big money this year. Hey, I'm all for trying to gamble to try and make a little bit extra scratch when you get the opportunity. But you're right. There's no doubt playing in this wild card round, so to speak, needing to win that game to at least get yourself into the prize money uh, is the way to do it. The one caveat I will say that you probably didn't share with all of your loyal producers and great staff, you have yet to pay your league dues. So there's a chance (laughs) I might pick up the phone, call the commissioner, and have your roster frozen because ultimately what's going to happen is if I happen to win or get close, I'm going to need to collect from you, and I don't want to have to send my goons out to Nashville to do the, do my dirty work. I haven't put the money in yet, but I'm good for it. Um, yeah, now, that's what they all say in this business, Clay. Yeah, that's what I they know. all say. I know. Well, you can you can dock my uh, my hit. I I'm still not. So I was I was really happy for these guys, right? So I I I feel like a coach because we were going through who to start and everything <laughs> else, and I want them to win as much money as they possibly can. And now we're into the money round, so there's going to be. Uh, you know, more at stake, but less uh, stress because, you know, at least you're going to make something. But uh, I will say I'm still not over the way that the game ended between the Saints and the Eagles. I I mean, Jalen Hurts, they're trying to run the clock out. They have basically the game locked up and then he fumbles and then the Saints come around, turn around and score. That's as tough. And I had the under and I end up losing the over-under by a point or a point and a half, depending on what line you had, that's a tough beat. I'm still not over it this morning. 
And it's definitely a rough beat. And it's one of those things that I say all the time, and people that are new to sports betting laugh when I use the phrase that good bets don't win all the time and bad bets don't lose all the time. That is the perfect illustration of getting your money in good because I think you went under 44 in that game. The game never sniffed the total. There was never a chance. The quarterback takes some knees. You're able to walk to the window and collect your money. But the improbable sequence of events that leads to that unfolding, that's a bet you're going to win 95 out of 100 times. So while it stings yesterday having to live through it, uh, it was the right bet, just the wrong result. What's the worst gambling loss that you have ever had? Because you're interesting. So for people out there who don't know, we did several years in a row in Vegas for the NCAA tournament. And you actually, I think you watch most football, but for like the NCAA tournament, a lot of times you don't even like to watch the games, right? Because it's just, it almost like, what's your rationale for not watching the games and sometimes, and, and, and when did you start doing that? Well, for football, I watch as much as I possibly can. You're talking about the NFL. We know that there's 20 weeks of the when you factor in the regular season and the postseason, college football, whatever, we have 15, 16 weeks now. Because those are things that you talk about, and they're specific plays that sit. As you're in media, you know all too well. You have to know when those games change. You can't yep. just look at a final score and necessarily go, hey, you this can't is fake how it. I think I really, I, I really think you can't fake it. I mean, it, it, it ultimately comes out if you're trying to pretend as if you saw it or cared. Um, and that's why I don't sleep that much a lot of times during football season because it's one thing if you miss like a baseball game or an NBA game or something like that that there's so many of, it's not that big of a deal. But to miss a huge NFL or college football game, I think it's tough to come back and talk about them. Oh, 100%. And I think a lot of that applies to college basketball and the NBA. The NBA playoffs and March Madness, those two exceptions. But I always look at it like if I were to sit down on a Monday night and watch every college basketball game, that's hours that I actually have to be digging into some of the numbers, trying to figure out who I'm going to bet in subsequent days as much as anything else. I'll normally go through the schedule for the week, circle a couple of games, and identify teams that I haven't seen play. But let's not kid ourselves. When we jump on Fox Bet Live, we're not talking about Duke, Illinois, and the lasting impact that a December basketball game is going to have on college basketball's landscape. From a media perspective as well, college basketball pretty much is a six-week season. You'll start talking about it in the middle of February. You'll carry it through until they crown a national champion. Um, But it's just you know, cause and effect. There aren't enough hours in the day to try and handicap all these sports effectively and watch everything that's out there. So the sports that I watch the most, college football, the NFL, and then you know how I feel about NASCAR, I'll try and watch every single race I possibly can. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, you watch an absolute ton. By the way, I know your girlfriend is a huge USC fan. Uh, and and you were we were texting some during that game, USC, and probably one late against UCLA. You make her watch it in a different room than you? <laughs> uh, it depends on the game. She is a diehard USC, and she is a diehard Steelers fan. So last yeah. night during the Steelers-Bills game, we – Actually had a couple friends over, so we watched the game together there. She tried to keep her emotions in check, but the USC game, once the Trojans went down, I believe it was 18, she said, I'm done, I'm watching Netflix, and so I would text her updates upstairs in my office where I was watching, and as SC started to get back in the game, I told her, wait a second, you threw in the towel, you're not allowed to watch, I'll let you know when the game starts to get interesting, and so all the way down the stretch until SC finally scored the go-ahead touchdown late, she didn't watch a final play, I told her I was happy to deviate yard and if she wanted to go back she could watch on her own time yeah no doubt I mean that was crazy to see the way that it all shook out and and the way that game ended 
I asked you a couple of, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think, we like to go into who's the bigger favorite, how would you break this down. Let's go to college football for a minute. Would you take Alabama to win the national championship or the field to win the national championship? I would take Alabama right now because I don't think you have to worry about them getting into the college football playoff, which is the first obstacle in their way. Even yeah, if Florida they're was in to now. Upset yeah. Them, yeah, even if Florida was to upset them, Alabama, the worst they would do is fall off of that number one line. But when you look at the competition, whether it's Clemson, whether it's Notre Dame, whether it's Ohio State or another team that will crash the party, I don't think any of those teams are complete enough to really push Alabama for a full 60 minutes. Uh, I don't rule out Clemson, though, when you have a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence. He gets hot. Hey, weirder things have happened. You look at Notre Dame defensively, maybe they can slow down Alabama. Because the one thing with the Crimson Tide, we haven't seen this defense get tested since the first half of that Georgia game. While they've been a lot better of late, you can look through the schedule and go, who have they really played? I think the way they clamped down in Arkansas, though, showed us a bit, and it'll be real interesting to see them against a Florida team that now has nothing to lose. I mean, that's the one thing that's scary for, from the Gator standpoint, uh, if you're looking about Alabama. Florida right now knows they can't go to the college football playoff. They had their season hopes dashed in dream because of Marco Wilson's stupidity throwing the shoe. <laughs> and I think you're going to get a healthy Kyle Pitts. You're going to see Kyle Trask get the ball to Kadarius Toney, and we're going to see what this Alabama defense is all about. Ultimately, I just don't think Florida can get enough stops. You know, we asked, or we're going to ask, and we, we had a conversation about this kind of a little bit. What's the dumbest thing you've ever seen somebody do in sports? The Marco Wilson throwing the shoe incident. You know, we were talking about the Ole Miss, uh, you know, the peeing incident on the field. <laughs> uh, you can talk about back in the day, Leon Lett. Um, you know, even uh, it's not the same level, but Jose Canseco having the ball go off his head for a home run is still one of the all time like goof moments. I'm sure you remember that highlight from when we were kids. What's the dumbest thing you can remember an athlete doing? that cost his team the game? Is there anything that immediately comes to mind for you? I mean, I think the two illustrations in the SEC that you had there, Marco Wilson on Saturday and Elijah Moore lifting his leg in the Egg Bowl, are right up there because yeah. those happen on critical situations late in the game. Oftentimes you'll see player stupidity in the first or second quarter, and a team at least has a little while to try and come back from them. Whether they do or not, uh, that's always the biggest question. Uh, but you talk about those coming at key junctures. I mean, I've seen games uh, in the NHL where a team will pull their goalie They'll try and fire the puck back to the point, and the puck will go the length of the ice into the empty net. So there's a variety of different things. But, you know, I'd really have to go through and try and look at the NBA, whether it's Chris Webber calling a timeout that he didn't have, costing Michigan a chance at the national title then. It feels like in college you get those a lot more than you do in the pros because these guys have brain farts and they have momentary lapses in judgment that ultimately come back to haunt them in the keyest junctures of a lot of these big games. Uh, Chiefs, okay, so you would take Alabama. What about Chiefs versus the field? What more do you need to see in order to go Chiefs? I know the NFL is a lot more competitive. There's a lot more ways things can go. Uh, But the Chiefs look like a pretty substantial favorite in the AFC now. They would theoretically be favored, I think, although you can tell me if I'm wrong, over anybody in the Super Bowl if they got there. Uh, How would you assess the NFL uh, breakdown, Chiefs versus the field? 
Yep, they would be favorites over everybody. They've been our number one power-rated team pretty much from the start of the season. Uh, we actually, full disclosure, had Baltimore the number one power-rated team coming into the year. And once you saw Kansas City really dominate them on Monday Night Football, that dynamic shifts a little bit. But when you look around the AFC, there are teams that are actually built to push Kansas City. Whether you believe in Pittsburgh despite having a one-dimensional offense or you think that Josh Allen can keep up a hot hand and really put pressure uh, on this Kansas City defense, you know I've been extremely high on the Colts from the start of the season, and they're the one team that everyone seems to forget about that plays good defense. Phillip Rivers has been there, done that in the past, never achieving the lofty heights in the postseason, uh, but it's a team that can run the ball. They're strong on both lines of scrimmage. And in the NFC, I think once the Saints get Drew Brees back or Russell Wilson gets hot, I would definitely take the field right now. I think the Chiefs having such a uh, short odds right now attached to them. It's price prohibitive, and knowing that it's a any given week type league, it's an injury to Patrick Mahomes or something weird or quirky happening. Uh, I'll take the field against Kansas City, despite how well Kansas City has played down the stretch. What do you think about Monday Night Football tonight? It's a pretty fascinating game. The Ravens going on the road against the Browns to close out the NFL Week 14. I had to think about there for a minute uh, what exactly week we were in. How would you uh, how would you assess tonight's game? You know, this is all about the number. We actually talked about this game a little bit on last week's show, and I said I like Baltimore uh, when they were a pick or a one-point favorite. Well, this number has ballooned all the way out to a field goal, and you have to lay a substantial price on FanDuel now. I wouldn't be shocked if we even saw a three-and-a-half flicker uh, on this game before we got the kickoff. And at that point, it leaves me a little bit... Uh, apprehensive about making a case for Baltimore because I don't think they're fully back just given what we saw against the Dallas Cowboys uh, on Tuesday night. We know they can run the football as well as anybody. Defensively, they're starting to get healthy and will have a lot of their key cogs back on the defensive line. But let's not ignore the fact that Cleveland actually beat Baltimore a season ago when they were a home underdog. And I think when you look at this Browns team, there's a real shot that they can go out there and provide a balanced attack and and at least test this Baltimore defense some. Uh, I'm not running the bet either side in this particular matchup, and the game means a heck of a lot more to Baltimore, but this price has kind of gotten out of control uh, in so much at three and a half, it almost necessitates a value bet on Cleveland, but one thing I will say to that, Clay, the Ravens to me, despite some of Lamar Jackson's limitations, feel like the team that no one's talking about that could potentially get hot and maybe be a thorn in everyone's side in the AFC just the way they're built. Yeah, no doubt at all. Uh, we're talking to Todd Furman. You can watch us later today on Fox Bet Live at 5 Eastern, 4 Central, 3 Mountain, 2 Pacific uh, as we roll forward uh, there with the, uh, with the program. Uh, last question for you. Do you expect anything crazy to happen in the college football playoff conference championship games or do you think the value there with Clemson as a prohibitive favorite, Alabama a prohibitive favorite, Northwestern a prohibitive favorite, those are the three biggest and most important, at least from the perspective of the college football playoff. Anything there that gives you pause, or do you anticipate the favorites being able to take control there? I don't think Northwestern has the kind of athletes to be able to slow down Ohio State. They have the right makeup in terms of a team able to run the football and play a little bit of defense that maybe could disrupt some of what the Buckeyes want to do. Ultimately, though, I think talent reigns supreme. Uh, We look at the Big 12. Even if Oklahoma were to beat Iowa State or Iowa State were to win by 25 in the rematch there, I don't think Iowa State can jump back into the mix. You look at the number on Clemson, and that price speaks volumes. Uh, I'm not sure Clemson is 10.5 points better than the Irish, so that would be an underdog that I 
would not running to bet right now. I have to do some digging. But it wouldn't shock me if Notre Dame was able to sweep the season series from Clemson. Florida, we talked about them playing loose. This number is going to get out of control. Uh, I think over makes a little bit more sense than betting aside. But the one scenario that I wouldn't rule out in watching the BYU-San Diego State game late last night, I was blown away by the football playoff index predictor that ESPN does. They had USC, an undefeated USC team, with a better probability of getting into the playoff than Clemson with one loss. And if the playoff committee wants to somehow take an undefeated conference champion, despite the Pac-12 being the worst Power 5 league I've probably seen in the last five years, that could be the one wrinkle that would be extremely intriguing if they wanted that West Coast brand in a season like this in the mix instead of the number one pick in the draft in Trevor Lawrence. Look, I saw that those predictions from ESPN as well. I, I almost fell out of my chair. Clay. Whoever Internet, I'm watching these games, I almost fell out of my chair watching that. I, I, I legit wonder. So we do television. Uh, people out there who haven't watched our show, you should be. We have a lot of fun every day. You can DVR it. But we know the graphics that are going to be up during our show. It's not like something you can just put up in shorthand, right? For people out there who are not familiar with how television works, it's very scripted, particularly the graphics that are going to be up there and things. I'm stunned that somebody at ESPN didn't say, wait a minute, are you sure you understand what you're arguing here? Because that's totally, I think, lunacy. Like, I don't even think there's any way possible, barring, look, could craziness happen? Yes, Notre Dame could beat Clemson. Alabama could beat Florida. And then uh, Northwestern could beat Ohio State. And all these different crazy upsets could theoretically happen. But if they did... That's the only way that SC could find themselves in the mix at all. And I can't believe somebody at ESPN who's in the college football universe didn't say, we're going to look like idiots if we put this graphic up. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of my thought process as well. The only justification they may have is that if they believe if Ohio State were to go down to Northwestern and Clemson were to lose a second time to Notre Dame, that somehow an undefeated Pac-12 champion in the form of USC has a more compelling resume than a one-loss Texas A&M side. And if the committee wants to fall back on one of their criteria being a conference champion, hey, that's great, so be it. But anyone who's watched those two teams, I make A&M a substantial favorite against USC uh, on a neutral field, and I don't think those two teams are close whatsoever if that was ultimately going to be a game we get and who knows maybe it's a bowl game we do get it just comes outside of the college football playoff no doubt uh appreciate the time todd Furman. i'll see you later this afternoon on tv and uh congrats on uh being able to advance and play against us probably hey, in the final four hey, just know don't, don't mush me don't mush me just yet i got some work left to do all right i got some work left to do i haven't punched my ticket into the final four just yet so let's ask this question theoretically i'm going to go ahead and jinx you if no, you if you win my connection's starting to break yeah, my connection's if starting you to break win if you win your side and we win our side would you want to uh to split the the, the pot well, that's something I'm going to have to talk to my analytics team. We're going to have to assess the particular matchups and try and figure out how to make all of this work because I do want your loyal OutKick team to be able to put food on the table for their families around the holiday time, and I don't want to be the Grinch just because I don't celebrate I, Christmas. I got to say, well, you're celebrating Hanukkah right now, and I got to say we're starting to get hot down the stretch, just tossing it out there. You know, all I have to say is that if we play in the finals and it's Darren Waller that haunts my dreams, I may never talk to you ever again.
that is for people out there who don't know Furman tried to get me to trade uh Darren Waller to him until we thought until trades were prohibited in the league but that's a whole nother story uh Furman good stuff as always I will talk to you uh I will talk to you next week you got it always look forward to it. I'll talk to you in a couple hours this is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. 
Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Clay Travis here. I told you I was going to give you the rundown of the college football playoff picture in the wake of a pretty wild and zany weekend of college football. So here is what I believe will be the announced college football playoff for when we get get it announced for us on Sunday morning. I think that Alabama will be the number one overall seed. I think Alabama will beat Florida, and so the shoe-tossing incident I think ultimately is not going to be as impactful as uh, as it might otherwise have been because I still think Alabama is by far the best team in college football, and I think the Crimson Tide are going to be your overall number one seed at 11-0. I think that Clemson is going to beat Notre Dame, which I believe will knock Clemson in at the second spot. Then I think Ohio State is going to beat Northwestern. And I believe the committee will put Ohio State in at number three. And then I think your fourth team will be Notre Dame. Now, I think one reason Notre Dame will be your four seed is the committee would prefer, whether they will admit to it or not, not to have Notre Dame and Clemson play for a third straight time in the season, particularly with like 13 days separating the ACC title game on Saturday from the conference, uh, the, 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 the playoff games on January 1st. So I think you're going to end up with, if I were predicting and I were having to slot everything, I think you're going to end up with number one Alabama against number four Notre Dame. And I think that game will be played in the Sugar Bowl. And then I think there's a good chance they're going to move the Rose Bowl potentially to Dallas to play Ohio State against Clemson for a second straight year. And that game would be taking place potentially in Jerry World. Are there other teams that could make the college football playoff? I think Texas A&M is going to end up in fifth spot if they beat, uh, if they're able to beat Tennessee, which you would expect that they would be able to. And I think that Cincinnati, who hasn't played for a month, is going to be out there if they can beat Tulsa around sixth. I don't think that USC has much of a chance to get in, but I do find it interesting that USC is 5-0, and just like Ohio State is 5-0, and and no one is talking about USC being considered at all for the college football playoff because the preseason polls convinced us that Ohio State was really good. And they are pretty good, I think. But the difference between USC and Ohio State is not as substantial, I don't believe, as the polls would have you believe. But I also think this Florida loss teaches us an important lesson, which is the number of games that you play is pretty significant. And when you don't play as many games, you lose out, fortunately, on the opportunity of being upset. And so if you break this down, I think that you need to remember in 2017, 
Ohio State got blown out as a 20-point favorite at Iowa. And then in 2018, they got blown out as a big favorite against Purdue. And both of those games were ones that Ohio State was expected to win. LSU is nowhere near as good as Florida. But on a night where some crazy plays happen, there's a pick six, you had the crazy interception along the sideline when Florida was driving to get points, 57-yard made field goal, shoe gets thrown, it was foggy, there were a lot of crazy moments in that game. And Florida didn't do a great job of cashing in in the red zone. LSU hung around, and they were able to take advantage of a crazy play. They got a little bit lucky in that game and found a way to win, which is what the underdog has to do. Which is why playing six games, like Ohio State's going to do, is a lot easier than playing 11 games, like Florida's going to do, like Notre Dame's going to do, like Clemson's going to do, like Alabama's going to do. And I do wonder how the college football playoff committee is going to ultimately judge that much of a difference in overall games. Because remember, there used to be a big argument that Notre Dame was going to get dinged in a big way because they didn't play a conference title game. Notre Dame only played 12 games and everybody else was playing 13. Well, if Ohio State's only playing six and everybody else is playing 11, it seems like that's a pretty significant point that needs to be contemplated by the college football playoff committee we'll see exactly what they end up doing but that's the prediction that i would have for the four teams that we're going to get in the college football playoff bama the one clemson the two notre dame the three and in the fourth spot i think it'll be ohio state Uh, all right that is my prediction for you when we come back top of hour two i'll drive into the nfl the playoff picture in particular talk about the bills big win this is outkick on fox sports radio be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free at 